and kneel before the Lord our Maker, for He is the Lord our God, and we are the people of His pasture, and the sheep of His hand. Today, if you will hear His voice, pardon not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, revealed me and saw my works. Forty years long was I greeted with this generation and said, It is all people that were in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, under whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The portion of the Psalter appointed for the morning prayer on the 19th day begins with Psalm 96, found on page 488. We'll say Psalm 96 in unison. Page 488. O oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the whole earth. Sing unto the Lord and praise his name. Be telling of his salvation from day to day. Declare his honor unto the heathen and his wonders unto all peoples. For the Lord is great and cannot worthily be praised. He is more to be feared than all gods. As for all the gods of the heathen, they are but idols. But it is the Lord that made the heavens. Glory and worship are before him. Power and honor are in his sanctuary. Ascribe unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the peoples, Ascribe unto the Lord worship and power. Ascribe unto the Lord the honor due unto his name. Bring presents and come into his courts. O oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Tell it out among the heathen that the Lord is king, and that it is he who hath made the round world so fast that it cannot be moved, and how that he shall judge the peoples righteously. Let the heavens rejoice, and let the earth be glad. Let the sea make a noise in all that therein is. Let the field be joyful and all that is in it. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begin the ninth chapter of the first book of Moses called Genesis. And God blessed Noah and his sons, and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hands are they to live. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require. At the hand of every beast will I require it, and at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. Whoso sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God may be man. And ye, be fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. And God spake unto Noah and to his sons in his say, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you, and with your seed after you, and with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl, of the cattle, and the very beast of the earth with you, for all that go out from the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood. Neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I have set my bow in heaven, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass, when I bring a cloud over the earth, that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Jacob, and Ham is the father of Cain. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. Get ready for the lesson. Please join the Metadicity on page 8. Oh, all ye marks of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise him and magnify him forever. O ye angels of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise him and magnify him forever. O ye heavens, bless ye the Lord. 
praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye waters that be above the firmament, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O all ye powers of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye sun and moon, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye stars of heaven, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye showers and dew, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye winds of God, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye fire and heat, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye winter and summer, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye frost and cold, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye ice and snow, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye nights and days, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye light and darkness, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye lightnings and clouds, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O let the earth bless the Lord. Yea, let it praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye mountains and hills, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O all ye green things upon the earth, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye wells, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye seas and floods, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye whales and all that move in the waters, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O all ye fowls of the air, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O all ye decent cattle, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye children of man, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O let Israel bless the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye priests of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye servants of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye spirits and souls of the righteous, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. 
O ye holy and humble man of heart, bless ye the Lord. Praise him and magnify him forever. O Ananias, Azarias, and Messiah, bless ye the Lord. Praise him and magnify him forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We continue on the bottom of page 12. Please kneel the fable. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Hindu thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thy inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy only Spirit from us. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all the salts of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always what is righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, who dost embrace children with the arms of thy mercy, and dost make them living members of thy church, Give them grace, we pray thee, to stand fast in thy faith, to obey thy word, and to abide in thy love, that being made strong by thy Holy Spirit, they may resist temptation and overcome evil, and may rejoice in the life that now is, and dwell with thee in the life that is to come, 
through thy merits, O merciful Savior, who with the Father and the Holy Ghost livest and reignest one God, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. The order of the Holy Communion is found beginning on page 242, the Book of Common Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. God spake these words and said, I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt have none other gods but me. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not make to thyself any graven image, nor the likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or in the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down to them, nor worship them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, and visit the sins of the fathers upon the children, under the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and show mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Remember that thou keep holy the Sabbath day. Six days shalt thou labor and do all that thou hast to do. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do no manner of work. Thou and thy son and thy daughter, thy manservant and thy maidservant, thy cattle and the stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day, and hallowed it. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt do no murder. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not steal. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his servant, nor his maid, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is his. Lord, have mercy upon us, and write all these thy laws in our hearts, we beseech thee. Let us pray. O Lord, our governor, whose glory is in all the world, we commend this nation to thy merciful care. 
that being guided by thy providence, we may dwell secure in thy peace. Grant to the President of the United States, and to all in authority, both wisdom and strength, to know and to do thy will. Fill them with the love of truth and righteousness, and make them ever mindful of their calling to serve this people in thy fear. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. The call of the Epistle and Gospel, appointed for the Sunday called Quincagesima, is found beginning on page 85 of the Book of Common Prayer. Page 85. Let us pray. O Lord, who hast taught us that all our doings without charity are nothing worth, send thy Holy Ghost and pour into our hearts that most excellent gift of charity, the very bond of peace and of all virtues, without which whosoever liveth is counted dead before thee. Grant this for thine only Son, Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. The epistle is written in the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, beginning at the first verse. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, though I can remove mountains, and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity suffereth long, and is kind. Charity envieth not, charity vaulteth not itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinking no, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things, charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childless things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, now I know in part. But then shall I know even as also I am known. 
and now by the faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. End of the epistle. The Holy Gospel is written in the 18th chapter of St. Luke, beginning at the 31st verse. Then Jesus took unto him the twelve, and said unto them, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and all things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man shall be accomplished. For he shall be delivered unto the Gentiles, and shall be mocked, and spitefully entreated, and spat on, and they shall scourge him, and put him to death, and the third day he shall rise again. And they understood none of these things. And this saying was hid from them, neither knew they the things which were spoken. And it came to pass that as he was come nigh unto Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging. And hearing the multitude pass by, he asked what it meant. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. And he cried, saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And they which went before rebuked him, that he should hold his peace. But he cried so much the more, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought unto him. And when he was come near, he asked him, saying, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight, thy faith hath saved thee. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise unto God. Please join me in the Nicene Creed on page 246. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures, and descended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father, and he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe one Catholic and apostolic church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Please join me in Psalm 97. 
found in the Psalms of David in meter on page 197. Page 197. So is our joyful 
scene to just become another love song. Sort of like, can you feel the love tonight? Now, I like The Lion King as much as the next guy. After all, it's basically Hamlet with fur. But we must see that the all-powerful God of the universe has more to say to us than we can be contained in a Disney movie too afraid to preserve Shakespeare's beautiful Christian imagery of a kingdom saved by the death of a young prince. We may see the shadow of God's love of the world in the final scene of our favorite film or in the eyes of our loved ones, but we cannot confuse the shadows for the light. For we find it that real love, true love, is bigger and more glorious than all of these. For it is a love bigger than death itself. And it is the love in which all Christians are called to live and speak and even dream. Now, as we investigate love, a mistake we should steadfastly avoid is the assumption that we know what love is. Or more insidiously, that all people know what love is. We don't. Full stop. We may have an idea of love that is closer to God's perfect definition of love than someone else, but we should feel as proud of them as an absolute who misses the right answer by one number. Love is not following our hearts. It's worth saying again. Love is not following our hearts. Your heart and my heart are terrible liars, which are hopefully made daily purged and evil by the Holy Spirit. The whole idea of following my heart sounds good until we're telling, I don't know, a 23-year-old Hitler to do the same. Suddenly we go, oh no, that's terrible, don't do that. But who is to judge that? Who is to decide who's hard to follow? Ultimately, it has to be God or us. And we are very bad at it. I'm sorry if that seems harsh, but evil is too serious a subject to dance around. And if we don't think we need saving from evil, we are in the wrong religion. And frankly, blind to the world around us. The Corinthian Christians are a great example of this phenomenon. These people have benefited from the preaching and teaching of God's chosen instrument for reaching the Gentiles in the first century. They had St. Paul preach the gospel to them. Can you imagine what that was like? But as soon as he leaves, they turn their backs to the truth and begin to live lives according to their own definition of love. Terrible things are going on in court. The church is divided over doctrine, sexual immorality is rampant, drunkenness, greed, and idolatry are everywhere. Even the Lord's Supper had become an individualistic party for the rich to show off how much better they were than their poorer brethren. Worship itself has been moved from the orderly and unifying act 
Jeff brought us this far. Paul is telling us to get up and keep walking. There's more. What then is this love? Paul is writing Greek, of course, and he certainly could have chosen the word that means romantic love. Uh, not, that would be eros, it would be the word erotic, right? However, St. Paul needed a, a different word to describe this new kind of love. He famously chose the word God. Now, this wasn't the first time anybody used this word. This word is in classical literature. But the really important place for it to use is actually in the Septuagint, in the Greek translation of the Old Testament, where there it's used to describe God's perfect love of the world. But to use it to describe the love humans would have embraced was actually truly revolutionary. What does St. Paul thought? Boldly and without reservation, the apostle who saw the risen Lord with his own eyes is telling the Corinthians and all the Christians who ever come after them that Jesus has changed everything. As Jesus himself stated to his disciples, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you, ye also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. In John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. What could it possibly mean to love as Christ loves us? That sounds nice, just keep on moving through, running through John 13, but stop for a moment. What does it mean to love as Jesus loves us? We don't have to guess. St. Paul himself tells us in his first letter, in his letter to the Romans. He writes, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That last part. God shows his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So important to understand love. God, the Son of Incarnation, as a human man, has opened the new door to a new way to love, which incredibly perfects and purifies every loving impulse we've ever experienced. The Anglican presbyter and theologian Leon Morris describes it in this way. He writes, It is a love for the utterly unworthy, a love which proceeds from a God who is love. It is a love lavished on others without a thought of whether they are worthy to receive it or not. It proceeds rather from the nature of the lover than from any merit in the beloved. What does this mean? Well, it means that in a fallen world, in bodies just as fallen, real love will require sacrifice. 
love, and these verses tell us to love, was beaten and executed by our forefathers. Forgiving his assassins as life left out of his mind. This evil world responds to true love by killing them. We naturally respond to true love by killing them.
Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Whatsoever ye would that men should do unto you, even so do unto them. For this is the law and the prophets. Please join me in hymn 365.
continue on page 250 of the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ Church militant here on earth. Almighty and ever-living God, who by thy holy apostle has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, we humbly beseech thee most mercifully to accept our alms and oblations, and to receive these our prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. We beseech thee also so to direct and dispose the hearts of all Christian rulers, that they may truly and impartially administer justice to the punishment of wickedness and vice and to the maintenance of thy true religion and virtue. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and pastors, especially Peter, our bishop ordinary, that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. And to all thy people give thy heavenly grace and especially to this congregation here present that with me caught in due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all those whom in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity, especially those for whom our prayers are desired. And we also bless thy holy name, for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, beseeching thee to give us grace so to follow their good examples, that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant this, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. The exhortation is found on page 255. Dearly beloved in the Lord, Ye that mind it come to the holy communion of the body and blood of our Saviour Christ, must consider how St. Paul exhorteth all persons diligently to prove and examine themselves, before they presume to eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For as the benefit is great, if with a true penitent heart and lively faith we receive that holy sacrament, for then we spiritually eat the flesh of Christ and drink his blood, then we dwell in Christ and Christ in us, we are one with Christ and Christ with us. So is the danger great if we receive the same unworldly. For then we are guilty of the body and blood of Christ our Savior. We eat and drink our own condemnation, not considering the Lord's body. We kindle God's wrath against us. We provoke him to plague us with diverse diseases and sundry kinds of death. Judge therefore yourselves, brethren, that ye be not judged by the Lord. Repent you truly for your sins past. Have a lively and steadfast faith in Christ our Savior. Amend your lives and be in perfect charity with all men. So shall ye be meet partakers of those holy mysteries. And above all things, ye must give most humble and hearty thanks to God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, for the redemption of the world by the death and passion of our Savior Christ 
both God and man, who did humble himself, even to the death upon the cross, for us miserable sinners, who lay in darkness in the shadow of death, that he might make us the children of God and exalt us to everlasting life. And in the end, we should always remember the exceeding great love of our Master and only Savior, Jesus Christ, thus dying for us, and the innumerable benefits which by his precious blood shedding he hath obtained for us. He hath instituted and ordained holy mysteries as pledges of his love, and for a continual remembrance of his death to our great and endless comfort. To him, therefore, with the Father and the Holy Ghost, let us give, as we almost found in continual thanks, submitting ourselves wholly to his holy will and pleasure, and studying to serve him in true holiness and righteousness all the days of our life. Amen. Ye who do truly and earnestly repent of your sins, and are in love and charity with your neighbors, and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God, and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith and take this holy sacrament to your comfort, and make your humble confession to Almighty God, meekly kneeling upon your knees. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Maker of all things, Judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed, by thought, word, and deed, against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent, and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us, the burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life to the honor and glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you, pardon, and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what comfortable words our Savior Christ said unto all who truly turn to him. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. So God loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Here also what St. Paul said, This is a true saying, and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Here also what St. John said, If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is meet and right so to do. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places 
Give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty, everlasting God. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Glory be to thee, O Lord most high. Amen. We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table. But thou art the same, Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made there, by his one oblation of himself once offered, a full, perfect and sufficient sacrifice, oblation and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and it institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death until his coming again. Hear us, O merciful Father, we most humbly beseech thee, and grant that we, receiving these thy creatures of bread and wine, according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ's holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. Amen. Who, in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it, in remembrance of me. Amen. Jesus Christ, who was shed for thee, preserve thy body and soul unto everlasting life. 
drink this in remembrance that Christ's blood was shed for thee and be thankful. Continuing with the Lord's Prayer on page 264. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord and Heavenly Father, we thy humble servants entirely desire thy fatherly goodness. Mercifully to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies, 
to be a reasonable, holy, and lively sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee that all we who are partakers of this holy communion may be fulfilled with thy grace and heavenly benediction. And although we are unworthy, through our manifold sins, to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offenses. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Amen. Glory be to God on high, and on earth peace God will towards man. We praise thee, we bless thee, we worship thee, we glorify thee, we give thanks to thee for thy great glory. O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. For Thou only art holy, Thou only art the Lord. Thou only, O Christ, with the Holy Ghost, I glorify in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The peace of God which passeth all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen. Please join me in hymn 385.